The pressure shoots. Four three seconds to go. Two seconds. One second. West throws it up. Welcome to our uh, Basketball Time Machine. It's episode two of the Basketball Time Machine. Last time we did uh, Dr. J, Julie Serving. A lot of research we're going into that one. And today we're going into someone from a similar era, just a little bit earlier, uh, Jerry West. We're going to be talking about Jerry West today. Uh, I have Adam Shalfu and Bill Shalfu here as well. Uh, It's very exciting because, um, you know, uh, we hear, we always see Jerry West in the limelight. And he's not the guy who particularly likes the spotlight, but uh, he's very introspective, like a lot of wisdom coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point, Hami. Uh, first of all, uh, super excited to have my dad on for the first time as a podcast. Uh, we've done some some radio together, but first time having him uh, on as a podcast, and that really ties into uh, Jerry West because the reason we're having him on is is we uh, embark on our basketball time travel. This is a guy who actually got to see him in person and uh, has seen a lot of the change uh, that maybe he helped stimulate and uh, maybe he was a, a part of as far as being a huge influence for the game. Obviously wound up becoming uh, the NBA logo, or his likeness rather. So uh, welcome on, Dad. Thank you. I'm really thrilled and uh, glad to be on. Um, I saw Jerry West when I was six months old. Uh, my mom's holding me and stuff, but I, I really was watching the game. No, no actually, um, I'm blessed to, to have seen Jerry when I was uh, 11 years old um, in the NBA playoffs. Uh, I believe it was game five, and the Bulls uh, took, took the uh, game. I think it was 110, 120. Pretty high-scoring game for not a, the three-pointers back then. Um, as, you know, as I did my research. And I also saw him in the NBA All-Star Game. Number 44, Jerry West. And it's a 6-4 lead for the East. The West with the ball, and that's Jerry West to the Lakers. Leads it back to Gail Goodrich, who is wild. So thanks again, guys. I appreciate being on. Well, that's really cool that you saw him at the All-Star Game. Uh, now, I know that was like that was like his last season of his career, but what was something that kind of stood out to you in terms of like, you know, him playing at the All-Star Game and just him kind of seeing him up close? Yeah, it, um, first of all, there were so many celebrities. Um, I remember going around getting autographs of just of all, you know, Hot Rod Huntley. I don't know if you guys know that name, but... Um, he was there, got his autograph, and tried to get some other guys, but, you know, didn't. But um, anyway, it was, it was uh, very thrilling to be there. And then just watching, um, you know, the starting lineups and the announcing, it, it, you know, Jerry West. Um, it was just a ton of talent. Um, so even at that age, I knew how blessed I was to, to having seen Jerry West. Just because, you know, I'm the youngest of seven and three older brothers, and I certainly knew who he was and and the impact he made in the game. You're going to have Jerry West probably get it, and he's going to try to go all the way, most likely. Eight seconds. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. two. It's over! (laughs) You can see that coming. You know he's going to get the two. 
who hit the basket with one second to go to win it for the West. 112 to 110 is the most valuable player in the ball game. Jerry West. Walter Kennedy comes onto the floor, the commissioner of the NBA, to make the trophy presentation to the most valuable player. Jerry West with 13 points. He stole the ball six times. He scored seven points in the fourth quarter, and he hit the basket that won the ball game for the West. 112 to 110. Now the series stands. 14 wins for the East. Eight wins for the West. So a man and then going even earlier than that, just like, I guess, him as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think he grew up in West Virginia. Right. And um, Zeke from Cabin Creek is like his nickname, but he's not really from Cabin Creek. It's like the town next door, I think. But um, I, I'm, I was kind of looking at a lot of articles and just like, you know, Wikipedia and that kind of stuff. But uh, one thing that like really stood out that all those articles, you know, things had in common is that the long hours practicing his jump shot like the quick release and, and that kind of thing. And because when you see him shoot, it's like, it's, it's very beautiful. It's like a very, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty much how coaches would teach you how to shoot, right? Just like the, the perfect form. The jump shot has done more to revolutionize basketball than any other single offensive move. It gives the offensive player a tremendous advantage over the defensive player. The element of surprise is always with the offensive player. The defensive player never knows when you're going to shoot. I agree with what you're saying about the, the form. Uh, honestly, going into it, I, I knew he was a legend. I thought, all right, well, he'll probably be pretty good, but I don't know if he would, you know, be good as, enough to uh, make too much of an impact now just because people are so much bigger and more athletic. And I think I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, just one of the first things I noticed was that quick release uh, always seems to be shooting off the dribble and he played in a super physical era. And so this guy was taking some big hits uh, and shooting with contact, shooting in traffic. And uh, we'll get into the comparisons a little bit more later, but really um, I think that style fits today's game. A lot of guys are able to uh, have a lot of success in the league by getting to the line and creating their own shots, especially some of these uh, combo guards like Jerry was. Also, like, uh, I mean, you get guys like in the league now, like TJ McConnell. You know, he's a pretty good player, right? He's like, like he's very short. He's like six one, six two. Jerry West, he's six three, six four, and he has like a six nine wingspan. Yeah. So I don't get this talk of people saying like he's not going to last in today's league because they just see like you know like a, just some white guy with a nice haircut, you know, <laughs> who has a good jump shot. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, is that he like he was. Like the first thing I noticed, you know, and I, I watched like a video of him a couple of years ago, not like a couple of videos because I, he was very, he's very open about like his depression and that kind of thing. Um, and I thought, you know, this is very interesting. You know, I, I want to see what Jerry West is. is I want to learn more about him a little bit. This was like two, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, he, you know, him being with the Warriors and stuff like that, he'd be kind of in the spotlight sometimes. And then that report came out about the Kevin Love trade, that rumor trade. That came out like three years ago, right? Something like that. Yeah, when Kevin, yeah. When Clay Thompson was playing really well at one point. And, you know, something like that came out. Uh, well, yeah, so like, explain for the people who don't know what you're talking oh, about yeah. here. So, yeah, basically uh, the Warriors uh, had a trade on the table. I think it was with the, the Timberwolves, right? Um, having tr- Trading Kevin Love and Clay Thompson would basically be a swap and then maybe like a pick in there somewhere. But uh, everyone was almost on board, it seemed like, with the Golden State Warriors except for Jerry West. And Jerry West is 
you know, again, he, he doesn't like to be in the spotlight. And he, I, I, I heard him talk about something like this too, that he doesn't like telling people what to do or, and that kind of thing. But he said he had to jump in there. Like he had to jump in and say like, no, we got to keep Clay Thompson and we got we to gotta run with this identity. And, and basically three years later, they were NBA champions. And there's a player on the Warriors uh, who reminds me a lot of Jerry West. You know? Yeah, this guy <laughs> so, right here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there he is. <laughs> and so, um, Dad, we'll, we'll save you for, for, for last uh, here, but um, Hami, why, why don't you get us started? Like, what uh, – yeah, break, break down his game. What were your impressions we did? I mean, hours of looking at uh, full games or extended highlights of this guy, uh, everything from – you know, defense, offense, assists, uh, shooting. What are your impressions? Well, people always talk about this thing about like, you know, the intangibles, right? Like the will right. to win and that kind of stuff, a hustle. Uh, Jerry West had literally like everything, like in all the intangibles and all the, all the hustle plays, you know, the, all like the, the little like tip passes, you know, that kind of thing. He's always like tipping class. He's so active in every facet of the game, at least, you know, what I've noticed. And I also noticed this is one other thing too, where, uh, there's this thing that, you know, people on Twitter and stuff like that, they're calling a LeBron, a LeBron stat line, which is like 27, seven and seven. Okay. Jerry West has more LeBrons than LeBron himself. Wow. Uh, like he actually has like more games with that actual stat line, like 27, seven and seven. And mind you, this is without a three point line and this is on a very good efficiency too. But you know, I, we were, I remember Adam, we were watching this one video about how, you know, someone was kind of breaking down his stats and saying like, you know, if there was a three point line, he, he, like that 45% would be like 50%, like two pointers. And then, you know, maybe like, you know, 39, 40% from three, right? Yeah. Like he was that good at shooting, but he's Mr. Outside, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I also mentioned like, you know, the play style, you know, first thing I noticed, so competitive, such a, such a great leader, just like on the court, you know, like uh, I, uh, I noticed it's like kind of a slight comparison. Now I, I'm not going to compare him to Harden, because Harden is so different, but like in terms, of, I, I see the Harden comparison in terms of like, we're, let's give the ball to Jerry and let's see what he can do. You know, let's let, let's yeah. give him a point. You know, let's see if we can get get some points for us. Like that's the only way because like he he'd always be you know one dribble pull up. You know, like similar to very similar to Michael Jordan. And, and, and this sort of turn here mm-hmm. and bang ball fade. Okay, we just go up. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's there's like you know that one video back to back. You know, Michael Jordan and Jerry West highlights just back to back. Yeah, it's very amazing to see. And like, um, you know, I, I'll I'll go a little bit deeper into like this argument I've been having with a friend about you know Jerry West's impact in the league. Um, and my friends obviously thinks that, you know, he's one of those uh, plumbers or whatever, you know, whatever the kids call him these days. Um, but I was, I was trying to tell him, like, no, dude, like, Jerry West is actually really fucking good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't just like, you know, like, it's one thing if you think of, like, Bob Cousy, who was like, you know, he had, like, kind of a weird dribbling. And this is nothing too. I know I'm going all over the place, but he, you know, the ball on top of the uh, hand on top of the ball, not on the side or anything, right? That, that, that's otherwise you'd be called for, for carrying or palming. Absolutely. Yeah. And Jerry West had the perfect dribbling, and he so so these days his, his handle would be better. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. You kind of mentioned the the Michael Jordan thing, and that's the big thing I noticed. It's like, wow, this guy is doing a lot of familiar moves. Okay, do this one. Drive down here. Drive down here. 
Yeah. 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 It is. Okay. It is. There's not a player in the NBA can stop that. Nope. Doesn't matter. You got to hope. Man. But again, it's the last dribble, Harrison. It does it. That hard dribble. Short to the fadeaway. And uh, one of the themes we've seen in the basketball time machine so far is like, oh, wow, it looks like, you know, this guy might have got that from him or this guy might have gotten that from him or whatever. And the way he controls the ball and protects the ball with his body, he'll he'll get you on his back a lot like Jordan would and Kobe would with that post up game. And then if you blink, he's already gone baseline on you. You know, if you blink, on, he's already the ball's already released. Yeah, yeah, he's already turned. Uh, much like Steph Curry, the shot releases so quick. I saw a little Trey Young in that too. Uh, just a quick decision maker. You mentioned the competitiveness. That's like an intangible. But we watched the last thirty seconds of. Uh, what was it? The '68 finals? I think it was a '68. It might have been '66 or '68. Yeah, it was one of those. One of the I think, Lakers Celtics finals. And he, was it a game seven? It might have been a game seven because yeah. it was like it was really tense and, and he, so he was so Celtics, like desperate. Yeah, Celtics go up ten points with thirty seconds left, and West uh, forces a turnover, gets a steal, had, two quick shots and a steal, and then like a tip pass, you yeah, know, that kind of thing. Get, gets assists. Uh, you know, they wind up losing that game by two points. Uh, because of Jerry West just going absolutely bonkers. And so he is one of those guys that uh, plays with fury. We kind of had a pre-production meeting about this uh, podcast slash YouTube video. We we decided we're not going to go too much into uh, his troubled past, but this is a guy who's gone through a lot of stuff personally. And he even admits to uh, playing with some of that anger. And you can you can kind of see a furious style when you see him play, how aggressive he is, how badly he wants to win. And uh, it's an energy you either have or you don't. And a guy who, you know, put that on display recently would be like Jimmy Butler, where you're like, damn, this guy's playing his ass off, you know? And so uh, Jerry, Jerry plays his ass off. He's a... A super skilled scorer. I think the biggest thing uh, that surprised me, I, I knew all this about him being a, a great scorer and everything, and I knew that he was a good defender. He was all defensive team yeah. for every year. He was eligible for that. But this dude is like a defensive monster, like a histor- one of the best, most annoying, pestering defenders I've ever seen on film. And so uh, just absolutely incredible to see just how hard he plays on both sides of the floor, I guess. Well, speaking of that one game, and I want to get uh, Bill, Bill's thoughts on some of this too, uh, but that one game, that, that final 30 seconds, remember that when he took the ball away from Bill Russell? Yeah. That was unbelievable. Yeah. He literally just snatched it from him. Yeah. Yeah, so I was um, looking at the film as well, and – I thought of John Stockton, Ooh, so not okay. modern day, you know, a few years back. Um, and so I'm looking at Stockton, the way he handles the ball. And like you said, how I many it would be called for palming or the ball with the, you know, it's a straight up dribble with complete command of the ball. So he's spinning in the lane and he's not doing any of the fancy dribbling that they can do nowadays. 
just a straight up dribble protecting the ball with his body like Adam said and going to the hole tough kind of like Stockton did um, and so I'm looking at the stats and I think he's not as tall honey I don't think he's six four maybe you could check that Adam see how yes so it, it's He's, he claims that he's uh, a little taller than he's listed. I want to know how you average 13 rebounds a game in college as a 6'2 guard. It's incredible. Well, I'm really not 6'2". I'm 6'4 and a half. <laughs> and I have about a 40-inch sleeve length. So, uh, and I was, a, I was an athlete. I could run. Basketball is a game of anticipation, quickness, uh, how your mind is wired. And I was, oh, okay. So okay. He, he said, uh, and so does stuff, everybody else. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm six foot six. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you're, you're not an inch over six four. Yeah, and that, <laughs> <laughs> and that makes you a good seven foot two. So I'm looking at that and like, okay, um, field goal percentage, we talked about he's at 47. Stockton was at 51. Stockton had 19,000 points. Jerry West, 25,000 points. Um, so it's not like their stats are that way, but I, I think Stockton had an incredible will to, to win and was mm -hmm. also tough as nails. Yeah. Um, and then I'm looking at, it's like, according to the stats I read, it, it gave Stockton at 6'1", 174 pounds. Mm -hmm. Jerry West at 6'2", 174 pounds. Okay. I'm like, I fucking nailed it. I mean, I, I said, that guy is the exact same weight as Jerry West. John Stockton. That's who it is. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it was real fun looking at the old old clips. I really enjoyed that, the links you guys sent me. Yeah, the, the research definitely uh, is, I'd say, like, just as fun as the podcast part of this, kind of going back and checking these guys out. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I mean, now, now we're going to dive into what, uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about the play style, mm -hmm. um, but I guess just like more about his career, um, you know, like I guess some of his best moments, right? I mean, like right. everyone talks about the, what, probably the greatest, I mean, one of the greatest shots in NBA Finals history, just the, the buzzer beater from yeah. half court. Lakers trying to press, pressure the inbounds pass, and it comes in to Walt Frazier with 10 seconds now showing in the clock. Eight seconds left to go on the clock. Seven, six, five. The Busher shoots. Hit with three seconds to go. Two seconds. One second. West throws it up. He makes it. West throws it up and makes it. Over half court. The ball game is tied. Jerry West made it from the other side of the midcourt strike. Um. I actually just saw a video now of someone on someone on 2K trying to recreate that moment <laughs> where they just kept trying to throw half court shots with Jerry West like from the exact same spot and see how many tries it would make, it would take for him to make it. Finally, <laughs> it took about 40 tries, but he, there was a lot of them in between that was like just went in and out, and I was very close. Uh, so that's one thing for the 2K people. I think that they should add is that make him like unstoppable from half court in like <laughs> the last five seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he had one. Uh, I think in the All Star game we watched, and then oh, the yeah, buzzer beater, yeah, yeah, and then one against the Knicks, and you know it just goes to say because that one forced overtime against the Knicks in the finals, but this is before the three point line. They called him as you said, Mister Outside, and so you know how much better he'd be with that three point shot because 
he clearly would be shooting above the Mendoza line on that. And for me, that's around 33. Uh, and so he'd be shooting over 33%. He'd be a guy you want taking those shots. And the difficulty of some of these like pull-up jumpers from the top of the key, you know, you're, you take another step back, you're behind the three-point line. He's got that in his game. Yeah, yeah and if you look at it to compare like, oh, if there was a three and so let's, you know, do a computer analysis and every shot that a guy took past the three-point line and you really can't do that comparison, obviously. Right. Because the game was quicker then. And I don't mean quicker as in the players were quicker, but the teams would move the ball up quick. And what they would do is they would try to work the ball for the, the highest percentage shot mm -hmm. because there's no reason to, you know, throw, hey, let's throw it to the guy almost out of bounds so he can shoot. It's, it's still two points. Whether you <laughs> yeah. dump it into Dave Collins or, you know, Will Chamberlain, um, still two points. So um, I agree. I, I, I do think that he would have stepped back a little bit and, and he would have gotten that three. Or, and his assists probably would have grown too by bringing the ball down the court and being able to hit the guy at the wing behind the mm -hmm. three, hitting Gail Goodrich or – you know, some of those other teammates that could shoot the lights out. Yeah, and I think you'd have a lot more space, too, uh, in today's game. Because yeah, I would have, right. You know, you'd be able to, you look at those old clips, and it's a little more clustered because, like you said, they're looking for higher percentage shots. But today, especially you look at a team like the Houston Rockets, where they want all five guys being able to slash. He'd be able to... I think really destroy people off the dribble in today's era. Uh, and then that would create a lot more uh, opportunities on the outside. Basically I'm saying he'd be able to do a lot of the things that, you know, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry are able to do because of the space that they create and because of the era they're playing in, uh, which really goes to say that Jerry West was maybe a few decades ahead of his time as far as the skills he has go. Yeah, and there's also the, you know, you mentioned that one play with the, you know, where Joey West, he often posts up and then he kind of turns and shoots. And he turns around the other way and shoots. Steph Curry does that like twice a game, you know, like yeah. for, like for every shot. It's, it's really incredible how like uh, the similarities between both of those guys. Yeah, five-time all-defensive team. Uh, I, I just wanted to put that out there uh, because it, with, the, with the long arms, I see a little bit of Rondo too. Uh, on the defensive side, because Rondo's about, you know, 6'1", with that, you know, 6'9"-ish wingspan. And Wes got really long arms. Uh, and some of these athletic defensive plays where he's able to jump up and steal a pass out of the midair and then either get it quickly ahead for an assist or, uh, you know, go make something happen himself. It's just the instincts and athleticism on display are otherworldly. All right, yeah. So the big thing is that, uh, of course, obviously, another thing that's like only that he has done is obviously winning the finals MVP on the losing team. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I learned about this like, like a couple of years ago when I did like my research of Jerry West, like, you know, not, not related to this, but just like when I was curious, that they actually voted on it before the game. He had such an amazing series that they're like, you know, they, they voted him before the game. But the, the thing is that Jerry West, what makes him such a winner, despite being one and nine in the finals, there's a one and nine, one and eight, one and eight in the finals. What makes him such a winner is that he, he, he 
he hates being reminded of that, of being reminded of being the finals MVP on the losing team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, talking about how he won't step foot in Boston. Uh, it was weird. We were watching the interview. Uh, what was the, I can't remember the guy's name who was interviewing Graham, him. Graham Bensinger. Yeah. The Graham Bensinger. The whole playlist. Yeah. A whole bunch of interviews and you can see the pain in his face. It looks like he's going to cry. You know, he's talking about stuff that happens, you know, 50, 60 years ago, and it is still uh, that painful for him. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I actually want to ask Bill, like, what was, uh, uh, how, like, in terms of people like the Celtics-Lakers rivalry, um, in terms of, like, uh, being a neutral fan, I guess, uh, what was kind of, like, the, uh, like, which way, which side would you lean towards, I guess, or, like, maybe your peers or something like that? Yeah. Um... That's a, that's an interesting question because um, what I, I don't want to sound like the old guy, but I am the old guy. <laughs> and you mentioned 2K, and that's so cool. I remember you know Adam watching him play in video games as, and just how um, you know going in back into time, so he could go play the you know the seventy Lakers against the eighty five Bulls or something like that. Um, but when I was playing, you know, when we play basketball, there are obviously no video games and I would play by myself and I would always be the Bulls, but I would either be the Lakers or the Celtics. And so I would be dribbling and then I would pass it to myself and then, you know, pass over to uh, Happy Harrison, to Goodrich, you know, the West and actually run to get the ball and pass. And then my best friend, um, he would always be the Celtics, and um, a lot of times I would either be the Bulls or the Lakers. And the same thing, when we're playing one-on-one, you were allowed to, to pass the ball to yourself, mm-hmm. um, and, the, and, the, and that was legal. But you couldn't just pass it. No, pass. you'd have to announce and say, mm-hmm. West dribbling down, passes over to Goodrich, and then you would have to run and get the ball. And mm-hmm. So anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know if kids play like that anymore but it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and, but we knew those were the two teams that we knew all the players on. I mean, we knew some Knicks, obviously the, the other stars in the league, but we could, you know, those two teams watching them play were, it was incredible. And we, we could go down, you know, and, and certainly list deep into the depth charts of both those teams. They're amazing to watch. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I definitely, I definitely have played something like that when I was a yeah. kid. Just kind of yeah. like, you know, yeah. oh, uh, For the record. you know, Jay yeah. Williams to, you know, yeah. <laughs> giving it to uh, yeah. uh, what's his name, Marcus Pfizer, yeah. back to oh, Rick yeah. Brunson, he, he top must, of the key. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what did you only play uh, basketball in the year two thousand one? That's how I was started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh then yeah. I had yeah. Iverson, of course, on the okay. Bulls. Why okay. not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, well, yeah, we're getting uh, close to wrapping things up here, though. Uh, but, yeah, how, how good do you think this guy would be today? I, I think, I think he would make the all- – I an all-star. I'm going to throw that down. Yeah. I think he would adjust, you know, to the game today. Um, like you say, the floor would be opened up, and he would be shooting threes, and uh, the legend would live on. There you go. Yeah, I think his stats would actually be pretty similar. Uh, like his all his all time stats, it looks like it's twenty uh, twenty seven, 
5.8 rebounds and 6.7 assists. I think it'd be very similar to that. Maybe instead of 27, it'd be like 24, 25. I think he'd be super dangerous. And then also hearing him talk about how officiating is different today versus when he played, he uh, talked about how in the 60s it was it was dirty. He, did, he said it wasn't just physical, it was dirty. And so a lot of the things that are uh, called today as flagrants might not even be called is a foul, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Play on. Yeah. It's like you just sawed your knee off. Play yeah, on. Come Go on ahead. You, yeah. Yeah. You, you come on, your pansy. Yeah. You specific... So what, your, jo- your, your lips bleeding. Jeez. Yeah, rub some dirt on it. Now there's blood, and it's like the whole place is shut yeah, down. Yeah, they have to send everyone home. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> but, um yeah, I think that he would get to the free throw line a ton. And I think that there's some aspects of today's game that would really make him look even better. Uh, I don't think he would be the best player in the league, like you could make the case for him being for most of his career. But I think that he would be a top 10 player, you know. Uh, I think that he'd be he, – he can't shoot the ball like Steph Curry. But he's – somebody who would hit a lot of threes he he's somebody who could play either guard position and i think he'd be thrive yeah i think he'd thrive i think he'd be a perennial all-star in today's game still yeah still well, be a great the, defender yeah oh yeah yeah i mean especially now like it's it's all like about team defense now yeah. it's all about like you know helping out and stuff like that and even so he, he was he'd be perfect for that and you know, diving for loose balls and stuff like that be, what about the 2k playability Ooh, the 2K playability. And I just want to add, he'd be a lot better defender than uh, some of the guys who are big stars now. He'd be a much better defender Probably, than, yeah. uh, frankly, Steph Curry or, or James Harden. You know, he'd yeah. be one James of the best Harden. defenders yeah. in the league. Uh, now, there yeah. might be a little more similar offense with the ability to score off the, off the bounce. Uh, now, as far as 2K playability goes, I mean, uh, 2K – they don't do the homework that we do. All right. Let's, let's make that clear. Uh, whoever's doing the ratings, they don't do as much homework as, as we do here at Hoopstradamus uh, because they'll, what is his rating? <laughs> I, I think it's like a, a 97 or something like that. 98, wow. 97. It's really good. Uh, but they got him pretty souped up. You can have a lot of fun with him. I would use him like you use uh, Damian Lillard. I wouldn't really try to go in for too many dunks, but find space on the outside, uh, be an aggressive scoring first guard, uh, but also, you know, he can make some dimes. And then on the other end of the floor, I, I'd use him like you use Patrick Beverly or, or Rajon Rondo because he's just a, a hound on the ball. Any uh, final thoughts about Jerry West in general from anyone, anyone anything you guys want to say about him, uh, just about like his legend and, you know, just about – how his career as a player mostly, and even you can guys can go a little bit into the post. Um, yeah, I think we would have to hold, do a whole separate podcast. He's arguably the best executive of all time. So maybe a part two coming, but uh, we would not have Michael Jordan without Jerry West. And so I'm going to put that out there. Uh, that's one of the biggest takeaways I had is watching the film. And especially as you mentioned, the highlights of West doing a move and then footage of Jordan doing the exact same move. You, you don't have uh, Jerry West. Or, or I'm sorry, uh, Michael Jordan without Jerry West, and you don't have Kobe Bryant without Michael Jordan, and you probably don't have uh, a lot of those guys we have today, Devin Booker, uh, whatever, you name it, without Kobe. And so he was extremely important in uh, his influence, and that's why he deserves to be the logo. Yeah, well, one of the things I learned today is I didn't realize he got the MVP and was on the losing team. 
And I can see how pissed off you would be when people bring that up because as we discussed early on, all of us is his will to win and his desire to win. And it's like, he, he doesn't want his name associated anything, but losing, you know, it's, he'd rather have uh, split, split those series or, or taken every one from the Celtics mm-hmm. and trade that MVP in any day. Even yeah. just one championship against the Celtics. It would, I yeah. think it would have meant, meant the world to him. Yeah. He yeah. might step one one foot into Boston now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just stand in place and wouldn't. Yeah, move. right. Uh, yeah, same, pl- same spot where he'd lifted the trophy, probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's going to do it. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to mention, one last thing, is that, you know, you look at, like, the styles of personalities, right, in today's league. You know, you have guys like Steph Curry, who's, like, very, uh, when they play, they're very, like, joyful, it seems like, when they're playing. And guys like Jamie and Lillard, where he kind of has like, always a chip on the shoulder. And I think we'd all agree that Jerry West is kind of more like Damian Lillard, the latter there, yeah. where, you know, he he finds, like, the motivation from within. Like, Plays you know, lead. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it, that, that, that makes him very relatable, too. And that's why I love Jerry West, and I'm always going to – I'm, I'm going to read his, uh, you know, autobiography soon. And um, I'm very – I'm really much looking forward to it. But uh, regardless, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of The Fast Time Machine, Episode 2. Uh, check out our other one about Dr. J. That was a very good one, too. Very fun. Um, but that's going to do it. Thanks to uh, Jerry Reston. Thanks to Bill Shalfu and Adam Shalfu for joining me. Uh, I'm Hami Rain, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching.